Baby, you are cool, hey. Cause I don't know if you are what she said. If you want my love, I can blow your mind, make you cry, make you pray for it, hey. Baby, I'm the one. Say if you want my love, everybody see a better juke that I came for. Okay, I have to do karaoke. Sorry, that was really sitting on my chest in my spirit. I have to get that off. Whoa. All right. Are you guys ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Good afternoon. It's me. Hello. My name is Ebony. Welcome to Love Ebba. How have you guys been? I just feel like I haven't recorded in forever, but I literally just recorded six days ago. Welcome to Love Ebba. This is episode three. Obviously, we don't have a title for it yet. And I'm excited per usual. Like I really feel like one of these days that just talking, podcasting, radio of some sort, it's just going to be my career. We're going to speak it into existence. Okay. Let's manifest. Let's pray for that. Let's speak that into existence because I be like a crackhead when it comes to getting to the mic. I mean, just came from my parents' house, ran right in the house, sat myself down and set the computer and the microphone up. So welcome I didn't record in the morning today. It's actually 3 p.m. I think that's what. Hold on. It is 2.58. And yeah, I still have energy. Like I said last time, I like to record in the mornings, but I actually couldn't today. So here we are. I'm excited for today's episode. Like I said last time. Okay, I'm going to stop being excited about my agenda. Maybe give me two more episodes. But just the fact that I wrote an agenda is great. And I feel productive. So how is everyone doing? How is everyone's week? I mean, this was actually a pretty short week for me, which I'll get into in my weekly check-in. So let's start off with quote of the day. So, our quote of today actually ties into our weekly worry, and it, the quote is by Buddha. So it says, the secret of health for both mind and body is not to mourn the past, worry about the future, or anticipate troubles, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly, which I really like that quote, and that kind of goes along with the weekly worry, so that's exciting now on to weekly check-in so what did i do this week so first of all i would just like to say 
that my procrastination and school are just beating me. I mean, we're throwing hands and school is winning. I don't know what's happening. I think because everything is virtual that we're just kind of, I, well, at least me, but I've seen people tweet about it. It feels like I have an assignment due all day, every day, just because it's online. And on top of that, I've been, I've had a procrastin, what's the word? Not procrastinative spirit. That's what I was about to say. But I have been procrastinating lately. Like when I mean same day assignments are due. And that's unlike me since I was younger. I've always done my assignments days ahead. But this case of senioritis, it's just serious. And I don't know like what's actually happening. But I feel like doing nothing. I mean... Don't feel like taking notes during lecture. Don't feel like doing my lab. Don't feel like going to lab. Don't feel like doing homework. I honestly just want to apply for jobs and get up out of here. So aside from that, um, the org that I'm vice president of, we had two meetings. We had our first meeting this week, which went really good. And let me just say, our meeting was cartoon themed, right? You feel me? So we had like Ed and Eddie, Hey Arnold, Rugrats, like pictures, backyard again, little bill we had all of that right so i made a kahoot so we could play a game with the new members you guys so before we so we're thinking because i'm 22 um the president's 23 like most of us on the executive board are like 20 plus 21 plus probably or maybe 20 plus so i'm thinking like you know everybody's gonna know these cartoons you feel me because i know them. why don't y'all know them so we're in the meeting we're about to play the game and we're like um okay just before we start like what year was everybody born in you guys these kids were saying they were born in 2002. i said oh no nah, they're not gonna know when i say aren't when i say they were confused because i mean i know i think i'm young which i am i was born in 1998 so 2002 i mean what so the kahoot literally consisted of game i mean of shows like backyard Agains, dragon tales um hey arnold rugrats proud family ed ed and eddie recess literally one of the questions was like who was the nerd of the friend group in recess and the answer is obviously gretchen and apparently I had to leave the meeting early. My, my friend said they was confused, didn't even know what recess was. I said, oh, Jesus. So that made me feel old. Like I was just an old hag. I mean, like I didn't know what was going on. So that was interesting. Oh, and I think I had a totally spies question, which my friend didn't even know what totally spies was and everybody knows if you're a baddie to this day then you watch totally spies and you know why because they were baddies so i was just behooved by that um oh happy birthday to my two best friends victoria and key hey, hey, hey. happy birthday to both of them i know i have two friends with the same birthday they're both virgos happy birthday to them be safe don't do anything i wouldn't do me and my friends are getting old man they're 23 like i feel like i was just 16 getting my driver's license um so yeah what else is new with me besides like school 
org stuff um saw my parents last night slash today and supposedly so i took my friend with me to um we have to take my parents something supposedly i live in the country i mean i didn't quite think so i I do live in oxford alabama that's where my parents live it's a little country but i mean i thought it was perfectly fine i didn't quite think we lived in the country but apparently if you can hear the crickets outside at night then you just might so that's something new um i went to birmingham this week to hang out with someone it was really cool i really enjoyed myself and every time i go to birmingham it makes me kind of want to move there more and more and i don't like that because i want to move out of alabama but for some reason every time that i go to birmingham to do something i want to move there even more so went there it was really cool it was really cute had a good time so yeah, I think that's all I did for the week, honestly. I have homework to do after this. I mean, life of an engineer, which we'll get to that during the couch chat. So moving on to song of the week. So I have two songs of the week. Still haven't figured out how to do the mp3 so I'm just going to play all snippets off of my phone but I have two songs of the week because one goes with um oh I have three songs of the no I'm just going to do two one I just so happened to I thought I had a random thought about um the dude I used to talk to when I was a freshman he put me on to Isaiah Rashad and ooh y'all well if you don't well if you follow me on Instagram and know me in real life you know i love isaiah rashad even though he likes to play with his release dates <clears throat> but anywho so long story short the first song i ever heard by isaiah rashad was the title of it is i mean and i forgot how how hard the song was honestly until i went to go listen to it and i don't know how that memory popped up in my head i think i was just on soundcloud and i was like what have i not listened to on here in a while like it's a few songs that are nostalgic for me that are on my soundcloud so i want to play off this one because the beginning is just hard and then i'll tell my other one is because <laughs> my other one goes to my weekly obsession also so anywho let's go i feel so dirty when i pitch it right i make you nervous how i get you right mm-hmm. So dirty when I pitch it right. Yeah. I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah. I think my whole might be the preacher wife. Yeah. I mean my whole might be the singing type. So first of all, I know y'all just heard how that song came in. That's my nail. I'm so sorry to have it. I know y'all just heard how that song came in. Let's just go. Let's just go back. And that's only 24 seconds to the song. Let's just listen. I feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make you nervous how I y'all get the point I'm trying to get to the part that y'all need to hear because everybody knows Isaiah Rashad can sing a little I mean can just blow a little don't worry be wrong Please bring me down. 
So when you go listen to that, I mean by Isaiah Rashad, and I'm actually about to research something because he's from the South, right? I should obviously know this because I really do love him. He is not from Tennessee. Nobody told me Isaiah Rashad was from Chattanooga. Wait a second. What? I'm sorry. I'm... (laughs) I'm behooved. No, he is not from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mississippi and Tennessee got the talent. Anywho. So, that's my first song of the week. And my second song of the week is from a Mississippi native herself. I think I just, like, I don't know. I have a strange obsessive obsess- obsession with Mississippi. I don't know why. I think it's, like, somebody that I like. It's from Mississippi and like the essence and the talent and the soul is just, I don't know. It does it for me. So if you don't listen to Kirby, that's who you need to listen to. Oh, maybe I'll talk about her in my weekly obsession. No, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and play the song. So, cause she's been my weekly obsession. y'all get the point i mean voice is just angelic so i think i discovered this song on insecure the episode where trash lawrence told Issa that condoleezza rice was pregnant you know what sorry don't get me started on insecure because i'll make a whole episode about insecure so that's where i discovered the song um and Kirby, who she's my weekly obsession as a person, it's just great. So, go listen to those. I mean by Isaiah Rashad. And this song was Velvet by Kirby. So, moving on to my weekly obsessions. Okay. So, there's two weekly obsessions slash discoveries that I have for the week first and foremost um like I said Kirby so Terrell if y'all y'all I'm pretty sure y'all have seen Terrell who does song association on um YouTube basically uh Kirby was on his show I really didn't even know what she looked like for I never really looked at her like that like I just knew that I liked her voice and so I just happened to watch I was like I really like her let me just go ahead and watch it 
went to his page to watch the show and she is just everything like when i say first of all she's so country like she's from mississippi i actually don't recall what part of mississippi that she's from i'm about to go look it up she said it's close to tennessee so i'm about to go look it up but i mean like her her energy it's just everything like her energy her spirit okay where's she from she's from south haven mississippi oh i went through there when i went to st when me and my friend drove to st louis um but she and apparently so on the thing on the video when they were playing song association she has on this suit that just looked like somebody painted it on her i swear i mean big hair suit face jewelry i mean just face beat just hat on gloves i mean just a star okay and she wrote on four or five seconds by rihanna paul mccartney and what's his name who else is in there kanye west i think she wrote on there she wrote she's written for beyonce before like she started writing that eventually became like an artist so i literally have been listening to her all week and i've watched this terrell video um at least um eight to ten times within this week and i'm gonna tell you when it came out because i can tell you this came out one week ago and let me i can tell you the exact day this came out this came out august 27th so yeah like a week and some change ago and i've watched it that many times because i love her so she's my weekly obsession go check her out i really don't know what her instagram is but just go watch her on youtube type terrell kirby and i swear it's gonna pop up so my second it's well it just became an obsession yesterday honestly i forgot how much i liked the song so skip marley and her it's called slow down right so if you haven't maybe i'll i might as well at this point i'm the jukebox i'm just gonna play y'all a little snippet because i forgot i liked the song until yesterday hold on So first of all, I've listened to that song so many times since yesterday. And so then I just was like, well, now I kind of listen to a little, you feel me, a little reggae. So then I went to Spotify, which is the greatest streaming service on the planet. Yep. Better than Apple Music. And I found the Skip Marley radio. And let me just tell you the greatest thing I could have did. He has multiple hits. Okay. I mean, just plethora and not only him i was discovering so many different reggae so reggae has been in my you feel me in my realm in my spirit this is me snapping reggae has been in my realm for a good two days at this point and skip so then i'm just listening to the um skip marley radio and how many kids does bob marley have i would like to know i'm about to go look it up myself because I keep seeing, I kept seeing Bob, I mean, Skip Marley, Rahan Marley, Benjamin Harley. 
I mean, Benjamin Marley. I mean, it was just person after person after person with the, with Marley at the end. And I said, well, wait. Because how many Marleys is it? How many songs? How many uh, kids does he have? So, actually, I'm going to go look it up now. Don't worry. Because I would like to know. The people would like to know. How many kids does Bob Marley have? Girl, wait a well. Well, how many kids? Wait, daughter of Rita Sharon, but then adopted. Well, girl, hold on. Oh, I mean, well, nobody told me he had this many, this many people, and they all look like the same person. So, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 12? Oh, can't. Oh, can't be. Four with his wife, Rita. Two adopted from Rita's previous relationship. And several others were different women. Girl, so he got... Let me just name the kids. Because I'm just behoove. I kept seeing these kids pop up and no wonder why. Damien, Ziggy, Stefan, Sadella, Rohan, Stephanie, Kaimani. Karen, Julian, Sharon, Makita, Robert. I mean, the it, the list is endless. This morning, I, I knew I saw um a Benjamin. Oh, I didn't even say Benjamin. Then what did I say? Oh, I saw a Damien this morning. I think I saw a Stephen. It's so many. But anywho, so that's my discovery. I knew of Skip Marley already. I just didn't know that I would enjoy him as much as I did. And so I'm probably going to be on reggae for the next week or so because I need it. Oh, and one more discovery, which I already knew about this person, but he just kept coming up on my music yesterday. Givian, first and foremost, fine. Why nobody told me he looked like that? I don't know. What's his real name? I mean, nobody told me that Givian looked like that. I never really asked, but... It's just the principle. I did not know that he looked like this. I mean, just a nice chocolate specimen. And nobody thought to tell me. Anywho. Oh, his real name is Gideon. Oh, that's cute. How, oh, he's only 25. Oh, he's from Long Beach. Ooh. Well, long story short, I was listening to him yesterday. And what really caught my eye was Like I Want You. You feel me? This song here really set it off for the girls because I, like, I knew of Givian before. There was a song in my Apple Music actually that I already knew about and that was already in my library. Oh, I guess like I want you. Hmm. And I just started listening to him yesterday. So that's my other discovery. First of all, fine specimen. And y'all know usually people that can sing very well or not that cute i mean most of the time like a xavier omar i mean can just sing but is not cute whatsoever and he'd be so hurt but i think he is married <laughs> so i'll be like all oh, this hurt but you have a wife and maybe a child and then one more person i'm so sorry y'all i love music i listen to music all day every day I just 
If y'all know who Rum Gold is, you have to. Well, I've at least posted him before a plethora of times on my story, his music. How old is he at this rate? Oh, he's from Brooklyn. See, I mean, anyways, um, he's not that cute. I mean, he's okay. He's all right looking, but that man can, I mean, can sing. And the falsetto, it'd be the falsetto for me, honestly. So, anywho, those are my discoveries. Skip Marley, Givian, Obsessions, Kirby. Go watch Kirby, the Kirby, Kirby on the Terrell show. Go watch it. So, now, for the main event, i.e., couch chat so our couch chat for today honestly is just going to be a get to know me because obviously like y'all follow me on social medias and whatnot and y'all might kind of know me or know of me but I hate when I'm listening to podcasts and there's no episode where I like no basic information about the person I mean, not just basic information, but just like some like get to know me questions, kind of like a get to know me tag on YouTube, but via podcast. Okay, so I was going to go on Instagram and be like, ask me some questions, but honestly, I'm not going to be the one to act like I have enough followers to do that. I have like 2000 followers and they don't like to do right. And with this new algorithm, which I meant to talk about in my weekly check in, but have y'all Instagram uh, story views been go- decreasing? Because mine have gone down like 40%, 50%. I mean, I was getting like in the 180s and whatnot. And now my story views maybe get to like 90. And I don't need that because now I have something to promote, i.e. Love Ibba. And they're messing with my views. So I'm going to do some research. Don't worry. But I tweeted about it. And apparently it's been happening to other people. So... I knew that wasn't going to work. I was like, there's no way that that's going to work. Because, like I said, no one really likes the girls enough to be like, to ask me any questions. So, I bookmarked a few things. And we're really just going to, this is going to be like a get to know me type of situation. Which will probably branch. I talk so much. It's probably going to branch into other discussions. So I'm going to try. I'm going to go ahead and say. Give myself. Hmm, 10 to 15. Questions. So. Okay. I'm just going to go back and forth. Between. These two. Uh, get to know me question things that. I found. So. Talking makes your throat dry. I will tell y'all that. Since doing this podcast, I mean water in hand. Throat dry. Okay. So, where did you grow up? Okay, so... I don't know if I said this on the first... I don't think so. So, my dad was in the Navy. So, I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. I would would say the area code, but I don't really know it. And then we moved to Sicily, Italy for maybe like four years 
And then I came to the States when I was five. So I kind of grew up Virginia, Italy, a bit of Jacksonville, Florida. And then I've been in Alabama the longest, which is why I say I'm from here because I've been here since 2006. Which I'm not like when people say they be from X, Y, and Z. No, Pookie, you were just born there. You are not from there. So, yeah. Um, I grew up in basically Florida, Italy here. But I grew up in Alabama, Oxford to be exact, for the longest. <clears throat> Where do you currently live? Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I go to the original, the only one that matters, University of Alabama. So, and I don't want to even crack about the corona cases. I get it, but oh, I can't say what I was going to say. Just know it's not us if you're catching my drift. Okay. Who is your first best friend? My first best friend, I can't recall ever in life, but my first best friend that I can recall, like my longest as of right now, is my friend Victoria. I met her in the sixth grade. So we've been friends for literally like a decade, honestly and truly. Hey, Victoria, if you listen to this, you better. Anywho, um, how tall are you? I'm 5'7", um, 5'8", because I wear a platform like a Doc Martin or like a platform sandal or a sneaker a lot of the time. But I'm really 5'7". So what year were you born? 1998. I am a 90s baby for those of you that like to throw shade. <clears throat> Are you in such? Have you gone to college? Yes, I'm in college right now. I graduate in May 2021. Mechanical engineering, bachelor of science. What's your favorite drink? So if we're talking, let's talk alcohol. So I have multiple answers. On a regular basis, water and green juice. Those are my two top drinks. A little deep, a little water with lemon or regular water, a little detox. I mean, and a little green juice. Um, alcohol. So my number one go-to is going to have to be whiskey and cranberry. And the whiskey, preferably Woodford Reserve. I used to be a Jack Daniels. But, you know, there's the whole scandal about the white man stealing from the slaves, stealing the ingredients, child. So... Whiskey and Cran is my favorite alcoholic beverage most of the time. Wine-wise, because I am a whiner. Oh, I love a good wine. But I don't drink, okay, I haven't, I'm not grown-grown because I don't drink red wine. I like a good pink Moscato, a little Moscato. I can't do, the reds are just very dry. I just can't do them. So, Whiskey and Cran, back in the day when I used to be a little... You know, when you're younger, you can drink more. It's like when I turned 21, I stopped drinking less. But when it was illegal, oh, I could go all night. So my primary drink when I went to the bar would be a tequila sunrise or a liquid marijuana. Those are my two favorites. And then shot-wise, I mean, my friends used to go take shots, you know, back in the day. Um, Juicy fruits. Or kamikazes, which are kamikazes made with vodka or are they made with crown? Because last time I saw a kama, no, I was a juicy fruit. Well, I was finna confuse y'all, so don't worry. <sighs> um, ooh, what are your life goals? So, are we talking? Let's just talk either five years, let's just talk like most recent. So, my recent life goals 
Well, I just want to be well off, honestly, and I want to be in doing something that I enjoy. Um, so whether that be, you know, me getting my degree and going out to work for like a tech company or to. I just want to enjoy what I do. I don't want to I don't want it to be a drag to go to work every day because that's where most people spend their time. I want to be somewhere. I want to be successful. I want to enjoy my job. I want to make good money. And if I'm single, in my life goal, if I'm single, then I want to live in a loft downtown. And if I'm married, then I want to get a house, which this is not even a question, but would y'all rather, let's say you graduate and you know you get a job like a regular person. Would y'all, is your priority a car or a house? Because one of my friends, we're complete opposites. Her priority is to go ahead and buy a house. And I am more focused on getting a car, but I also want to temporarily be irresponsible somewhere down the line and live in an overpriced loft downtown or live in like a high rise, you know? So would y'all, is is y'all's priority a house or a car? Just marinate on it. I just was curious. So life goals, I really just want to be happy. I want to enjoy what I do. So whether that be eventually this podcast taking off of me, you know, getting a radio show somewhere or something, whether that be me like, you know, having my own brand or that be being a plus size model or me being an engineer and doing the modeling and the podcast on the side, whatever it is that makes me happy and that fits my schedule and that makes me money to live the lifestyle that I want and to have a husband that loves me. And for me to love him and to, you know, just to have a healthy relationship, that's my life goal. So all in all, this to just be happy and to enjoy what I do and to not be broke. Which, this is not going to be a question, but I kind of want to go on the rant. So there was a point in time where I wanted to be like work in the industry. I didn't know how I was going to do it, what I was going to do how I was going to make it, but I wanted to work in the industry. Let me tell y'all how it started. So I've always known since I was younger that I was a little different, a little unorthodox from everybody else. I always knew it, but I I wasn't, I wouldn't say my parents made me scared because they didn't do it. They didn't tell me I couldn't, but it was just like, I knew I was different and I was kind of like, well, I don't really want to confuse people. So let me just, you know, act a little normal. And then when I get to college, when I get like an adult, when I start, you know, discovering new things and experiencing new things, I kind of figure out my identity then. So I got to college and I met this dude, which there's probably going to be a question about relationships somewhere down the line, which I'll explain that situation. met this dude and he was just like, lovely man. I mean, it was a toxic situation, like hated him, but we had fun though. <laughs> um, do y'all hear that? My, my washer is being disrespectful. But um, I kind of met him and he kind of just told me like, I can tell that you're, you know, that you're different, that you're your own individual. And I just want you to like be yourself. So whatever you want to do, if it, just do it. And I just took that and ran. I mean, I was just like, you're right. I'm my own person. I'm an individual. Whatever I want to do, as long as it's not harming myself or others, I can do it. So we stopped talking eventually in 2017, I went to the Kendrick Lamar concert and I've always liked music. Like music has always been important in my life. Ever since I was younger, I've always listened to just different types of music 
for Christmas, I've always got a music related thing. So whether that be like, um, you know, an iPod, an MP3, whether that be headphones, a speaker, like I've always been connected to music. And so I went to the concert, um, the damn tour concert in 2017 in Atlanta and like Travis Scott opened up for Kendrick and then Drum opened up for Travis or Kendrick whatever however you want to take it the order was Drum went first had his little set Travis went next and then Kendrick obviously and when I tell y'all that concert just literally changed my life like I started (laughs) I started tearing up at the concert because I was just like there's no way that I'm in this vicinity in the atmosphere with these people I mean started tearing up um also was kind of tipsy though because me and Jordan did kind of sneak a little alcohol but um I was just tearing up and I was just like bro like being in this atmosphere just around all these creative people and these people that admire this one person or just I've always been an admirer of the art so I've never been I don't want to say I've never been creative because I feel like what I'm doing now is a form of creating like just kind of talking and things of that nature and I'm able to point out um like talent and art and you would look at me and think that I'm a creative person because I look like a creative person but I can just dress. That's my only form of art and talk. Um, so I went to that concert and I was so like, it was just admirable just being in that presence. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop out of school and be a sound engineer. I don't know what even made me come to that, <laughs> come to that conclusion. But I literally was like, I can't, like, I have to get out of here. I have to become a sound engineer. And y'all hear that i'm sorry i get distracted easily but i literally was like i have a drop out of school because i think i was aerospace engineering at the time so i was literally was just like i have to drop out of school i want to become a sound engineer like i have to get in the industry i'm sorry that sound is pissing me off hold on okay we're back hold on hello 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 ebony let me ask you a quick question Okay. Okay. How did you do the the, the things again? I'm trying to do them right now. I'm trying, I'm trying to conquer it. <laughs> it's the bell pepper chicken. Hold on. Let me stop. I was recording my podcast. Okay, we're back. <laughs> when your male friends call and ask you how to cook something, y'all know men don't know how to cook. Now, what was I talking about? Hold on. Okay, we're back. <laughs> so, what was I? Okay, I was talking about how I want. Okay, so I wanted to eventually get into the industry. I just didn't know where to start. I didn't really know where to start. I didn't really know what to do, what I wanted to do. I knew I couldn't sing. I couldn't rap. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, well, what do I do? So I was like, okay, I have to get in there. And I literally was like, if I could just be somebody's manager, if I could just be an A&R, if I could just do something, how do I get in there? Because I would make just a beastly A&R, bro. So I don't know what maybe came up with um, the sound engineer idea. So I'm telling my friend Jordan, I'm like, bro, no, I'm telling, yeah, so I'm telling Jordan and I'm telling Snapchat, like, I don't want to be in school anymore. (laughs) I want to be a sound engineer and I don't really know how I'm supposed to go about telling my parents, like, I'm going to drop out of school or like, I want to switch my major to like creative media or like something like that. So I literally 
was just doing something to my mom's hair one night and I was just like can I tell you something <laughs> and she was like what and I was like um I think I want to change my major and her response was not a good one so I was I was honestly hurt slash pissed because even if I did want to change my major she wasn't being support as supportive as I wanted her to be like she was just like she just kept saying like you would make such a good engineer and I'm like pookie if I'm telling you that's not what I want to do like at least help me come with a plan here like which I thought you I thought so I told my dad and I knew he would kind of ask me more questions but my mom was not trying to hear it and so I essentially was pissed and started crying and then just went to my room and was just pissed and crying and sad because I was like so you're telling me I want to do something which I didn't even really know if I wanted to do it or not and you're telling me that essentially you're not going to be supportive of it is what's going on which at the time I didn't understand that you need to have a plan before you try to say you're going to drop out or that you're going to switch your major so I was just so upset I then my friend Trey shout out to Trey the DJ he called I think he called me yeah he did and I was just on the phone just boohooing and just like I just want to be a creative like I just want to do something that I that's broad and that I want to do forever like aerospace engineering and me was not we were not agreeing so that's just a little story about that concert literally just made me think you know like wow I really want to be in the industry and so I didn't really figure out what I wanted to do and to this day I still always think about like wow woulda coulda shoulda not even just be a sound engineer which as we can see I am kind of okay at making beats but um I don't know I was just like bro I want to be in the industry I want to be able to look how I want to look do what I want to do and just live freely because I'm a very free-spirited person. I just wanted to live freely and live on my own terms and do it as I wanted to do. And go to the celebrity parties and chill with people that like music like me and that like to look like me. I wanted to be in a career with people that looked like me because, let me tell you, I doubt I'm going to go into into the STEM field. And I'm going to see many people that look like me. I mean, not even by me meaning black and a woman. I literally mean just like... I stick out like in if you saw me on the street you would probably look at me I stick out like a sore thumb all the time in a great way of course but I was just like dang I wanted to be in the industry so a little snippet about how I almost quit school to be a sound engineer <laughs> so oh like I said this was gonna ask me okay so there's two we're gonna do two questions in one are you single or taken slash how long was your longest relationship and this is quite funny so i'm definitely single now and i mean i'm single like i mean i just be here going to school minding my business i mean i'm single i have interest in someone but i mean we're just chilling so i mean i'm single so the dms are open but there's stipulations i need you to have a job a nice job and to be cute and to love the lord and to not smoke and to not have any kids. And to have a car. And, um, sorry, preferably black. So sorry, it's a preference. And that's, those are the only preferences. I don't have a height preference. I don't care, really care for short. Just be the same height as me. So I'm like five, six and a half, five, seven, five, seven and above. So if you meet those, the DMs are always open. 
Instagram at underscore E B U N N Y Y. Anywho, am I single or taken single? As I just stated, how long was your longest relationship? So, um, I like to say that I've never been in a relationship. And I'm going to explain why. So, essentially, okay, I was in a little, let me tell you, my longest relationship was in middle school. And let me explain. So, I went with this, literally, that was my boyfriend. By relationship, I mean boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't mean talking. I don't mean none of that. I mean boyfriend, girlfriend. I went with this dude in the eighth grade for six months. And to me, ooh, Pookie, that is a long time. Because at the time, so the dude that I ended up going in eighth grade, he was like obsessed with me in the seventh grade. And my friends would be like, talk to him. And I'd be like, no, bro. Like, I do not want to talk to him. He had a really cute face. Um, and people used to make fun of him because his butt was big. But he was, he was very, very cute. And he's actually, I think he's actually cute to this day. But it's just a no for me. But I went with him for like eight, for like six months. And it was a long time. And like when... I didn't understand and it's probably still a concept to this day that I kind of like very shaky on things aren't going to always be rainbows and unicorns in relationships and so when things started getting like not consistent or like when we just wouldn't feel each other some days I was just like okay well I'm I think we should just break up because you're not feeling me and if you're not feeling me I don't want to feel you broke up with the dude so that was in eighth grade, which is certainly my longest relationship. And then in high school, okay. I really hope that these people don't listen to this show. I'm so sorry. Let me explain it. So I went to with two people. I was in two relationships in high school, quote quotation marks, but I don't really count them. That's why I say I've never been in one. And well, technically three. One of them was my boyfriend, but we oh we talked for a long time. So two of them essentially went with one when I think I was in the 10th grade. I think whenever I got my life, I didn't have a car yet. So yeah, I was in the 10th grade. Went with like I met him at like my home church or something. And he was friends with my cousin. I mean, him just started chatting and, and then we probably dated for like two months. And then... I got in trouble by my parents and they took my phone and so we stopped communicating so I just assumed that we had broke up <laughs> well we didn't even have the conversation but I mean I assumed we broke up so I was like okay we just broke up then um so that was one then the second one which I really 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 like this dude he just wasn't cute and it really made me sad like and it was to the point where like people would literally tell him his friends would be like, there's no way you should be dating her. Like, you're so ugly. And I'll be like, stop. I met him. I'm going to tell y'all. And, ooh, I wouldn't say I was fast. But, listen, everybody, when y'all started um, twerking at parties, because I've probably been throwing a little, whoa, bow, bow, bow since about the eighth grade, ninth grade. And I, I can tell the exact outfit I had on. I don't know. I still have a picture of me, my friend, Nick Victoria, and our old friend, Nicolette, on my facebook i think i had on like these and okay i was also i've also been thick for forever so i mean when before everybody else had a little something i always had a little butt okay i always had a little butt and thought i just was ooh snap i mean waist everything was snatched at the top so 
I had on these black and these black leggings with like cheetah print gold, I think. And I had on some black vans. I've always dressed like a skater, kind of. And I had on this Nirvana tank top with skulls all on it. <laughs> there was like navy blue or something. And then I had on like this gold chain choker. And at that time, I was still getting perm. So my hair, you feel me, a little flat iron and it was burgundy. I mean, did a full face of makeup. I think I was in 11th grade. Did a full face. So, you know, I'm doing my thing at the party. Me and my friends like, bow, bow, what's up? Ah, ah, ah. So, I want to say red nose came on. <laughs> I want to say red nose came on. She going to say, okay, like a red nose. Hey, like, like, uh, like, so red nose came on. And I'm like, ooh, I'm finna, you know, I've been practicing because, ooh, the real ones know if you watched Love Indy, The Life of Indy, or was it Love Indy on YouTube, then you've been, you feel me? Not even from the West Coast, but I've been trying to yike since I was in about the 10th grade. Because isn't that that song when it be like, she a freak when she yike on it? Hey, throw that back. Hey, whatever. When that song came out, I was already listening to. I mean, I was already watching They Love Indy, where she used to teach you how to yike, how to red nose, how to really, you feel me, get down. So I'm like, oh, y'all don't know how to do this. Y'all don't know how to yike, you feel me? I'm finna show up my little something. So I kept seeing him like, and he was mad tall, which in high school, I did have a type. It was tall, dark skin, skinny. I mean, that just is what it is. Um, He was about 6'4". I mean, just humongous to be in the 11th grade and dark skin and his face was not cute but like something about him like drew me to him which i was saying he was like but ugly but i mean if i wouldn't uh you feel me we wouldn't have danced then i would have got to know him then i wouldn't and he was a new kid so i was going to be like oh if it's a new person you feel me i'm finna i'm finna talk to them so um red nose came on and so i'm making eye contact i'm like hey what's up like doing my thing and so whatever we danced with each other whatever and i mean the man was from he was from colorado and i mean could just i mean could dance okay it was just catching was catching what i was throwing you feel me was moving with me and so we just kept dancing for the rest of the night so i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be it so i felt myself i was like why am i attracted to him like i literally kept asking myself like why am i so attracted to this man and I couldn't understand why, but I mean, like his personality, besides he could dance, I still to this day have a thing for people that can dance. I'm not talking Chris Brown, T-Pain, you doing the, you crumping and whatnot. No, I just mean like when you can like hold a little rhythm and you can do a little jig and you can catch a little twerk, then I'm going to be like, ooh, yeah, like I'm a, I'm probably going to radiate towards you. So Anyways, so we danced and whatnot. So then I think we just like kind of, ooh, and I was being fast. Okay. <laughs> I was being fast essentially at the party. And I think it was a slow song. I think Body Party came on and we was dancing. I'm in 11th grade, so I'm probably like 16, 17 at that time. But I mean, at that point, who wasn't trying to be fast? At that point, most people had already lost their virginity. At least that wasn't, that wasn't me at least. So... I'm being kind of being fast at the party. We dancing. And so I'm thinking in my head, like, we're, we're going to go together. I mean, have to. After the party, I think me and my friends left. 
and you know everybody used to go to McDonald's and stuff. I don't know if we went. I don't know if we went to McDonald's that night or not, because I live in a small town. So you feel me? Mall parking lot or McDonald's were your only hangout options. So literally, uh, I think long story short, I started seeing him as I think I somehow got his number, and he didn't even text me. He literally called me on the phone like later that night after the party and we just started like literally talking on the phone all the time i mean such a lovely man such a nice man i mean had a great personality was so funny was so polite was so nice um and i just started liking him and i was really this is gonna sound i mean not shallow because i mean technically we're all shallow i honestly was thinking like wow He's not cute and I really like him. Like if he asked me to be his girlfriend, I'm going to say yes. So, and I was just like, oh, people going to be looking at me like you really like him. But at this rate, at this age, I'm like, I don't care. As long as I think that he's cute, then it doesn't matter. So you feel me? We were talking on the phone and like I would see him at school as I was going to chemistry. He would be coming from athletics and he would be like, I don't know. I would always wait for him and we would just be walking and talking and doing this and doing that. And he played basketball. He wasn't the, he was okay. But they used to make fun of him because I was five basketball. So they used to be talking about how, how's your girlfriend better do, better than basketball, better at basketball than you. (sighs) good times but long story short we ended up breaking up because i think i don't think i could do it anymore honestly i think i was just really like honestly i didn't i didn't tell him like i can't i really like you but i just don't see longevity with me being attracted not being attracted to you physically but i think i just said something like i'm just really not in a place to want a boyfriend so i think we ended up breaking up but I think we still were like associates. But like we used to be at the basketball games. I mean, booed up. I mean, him sitting in the bleacher, me sitting in between the legs, leaning on the dude. I mean, we was just booed up. I used to go to the movies and stuff. I used to drive to his house to go see him and whatnot. Because he used to always babysit his little sister and whatnot. Like he was just a lovely man. But now, I mean, to this day, when he sees my mother, when he used to see my mother in the bank, his mom be asking about me. Or used to, uh, probably still does. He he used to ask about me, and then me and my mom actually ran into him at the Galleria like last year. And then he told my mom that I'd be being rude to him and that I blocked him, which I did block him because he was doing something stupid on social media, which we will not discuss. But he was doing something stupid, and I was just like, you know how you know somebody, and you're like, I know this isn't your personality, so I blocked the man. So. Yeah, and then I think last time I was at home, well, no, not last time, mom, but maybe like some months ago, maybe like a year ago, he invite, like asked me to come smoke with him. And I said, one, I don't smoke anymore, first and foremost. Two, is that your, is that your idea of a date? Let it go. So long story short, that was my last relationship and that maybe lasted for like two months, maybe. I can't really tell you. Maybe two, three months, if even that. And then let me tell y'all about, I don't even want to get into that because that can be a whole other episode and I've been talking too much about this already. Long story short, I had a best friend that I met in like the sixth grade. Hey, he probably is listening. And he moved away. He moved to Leeds. He moved from Oxford to Leeds. 
we found out we liked each other like in like the eighth grade and just used to like talk on the phone and stuff and then i think i want to say we started talking in ninth grade to like where my mom would drive me to Leeds to see him and him and my mom like are still cool to this day i'll be texting his mom sometimes he be i just saw him last weekend like he came and visited me like that's the homie now but i talked to that man on and off for like three years and he kept on trying me and then I had to let him go. And then you know what he did? Got a girlfriend right after. So it was just a whole mess. Long story short, I've been in situationships. But not any long relationships. So my answer is, technically, my longest relationship has been six months. Which was about eight years ago. Nine years ago, maybe. But in theory, I haven't been in a relationship. So, moving right along. If I was somebody, I'm looking at um, this list of questions. If I was somebody, what would I want to know? Oh, do you have any bad habits? Okay, so obviously I can control it when I'm on here and when I'm around my parents. But cussing <laughs> is a bad habit of mine, honestly. And I try, I mean, it's really only, no. I be saying all of them. I was going to say it's really only two words, but I have, I said I was going to start a swear jar eventually, which is my, my, it's gotten better. I swear my cussing has gotten better than before, but it's still a bad habit. Nonetheless, I'm literally reading questions from, uh, from this. Oh, okay. I guess. I will answer this because it's an obsession for right now. What's your favorite Netflix show? So my current favorite show on Netflix, which I, well, it's the game. But I've watched the game plethora, I mean, plenty of time. I mean, when it first came out, like, my sister is four years older than me. So, like, Bad Girls Club, Real Housewives, the game. She used to watch it. So I used to just be young watching all of it. And at the time, I was thinking, like, this show is messed up. But now that I'm watching it, I mean messy. I mean, capital M-E-S-S-Y. Melanie be pissing me off. Like, um, I, I'm on season two, I think. Is it season two? Basically, it's where Janae just found out she's pregnant. And um, Derwin is going to the first doctor's visit. But Melanie pissed me off when she was telling Derwin, like, when Janae wrote, basically gave the rights away for Derwin to have to be in the baby's life. Melanie talking about some, uh, just accept it. I mean, she said just accept it. Like, Janae just wrote the the rights away for you to see your child. So, Melanie should feel like a deadbeat for that. <clears throat> so, let me see what. Ooh. Ooh, okay, this is a good one. What would you change about yourself if you could? How technical and how um, nitpicky I am. Uh, when I'm dating just about and worrying about like longevity of things and then how angry I get or like how fast I am to anger which is I mean pretty fast <sighs> what would you sing at karaoke night Ooh, this is a good one because I did chasing pavements at the beginning of this right Oh, wait. I don't even remember what song I did. Did I do FaceTime? 
by Ari Lennox. Um, I'm going to go back and listen. But if I didn't do Chasing Pavements at the beginning of this podcast, then I would do Chasing Pavements at Karaoke Night. Because Adele did what she had to do. Should I give up or should I just keep chasing pavements? Even if it... Let me tell you, she did her thing. <sighs> mm. If you could, oh, how would your friends describe you? This is a good one. So I'm going to answer this and I'm going to answer two more. So my friends would probably describe me as very blunt, direct, straightforward. Um, Maybe an old hag slash mature because I really am. Why are y'all rooming off like that? I know y'all heard that. Anywho, they would describe me as, you know, direct, straightforward, kind of maybe a little rude. Um, um, maybe a fashionista. So like just being in the fashion, definitely confident, maybe sometimes overly confident. Um, probably unorthodox because I am a bit strange. And then probably just unpredictable. And that's what a lot of stuff, what I say, what I'm going to wear, what my hair color is going to be. I mean, just so predictable. And all around, hmm, all around, yeah, I'm just unpredictable, direct. Um, I'm very, cons- I'm very caring, but I don't know how considerate I am, which you would think those go hand in hand, but they actually don't just like you can be like I feel like I'm caring I feel like I'm loving when it presents itself but I'm not considerate so let's answer two more questions that the girls would really want to know Ooh. would you rather trade intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence I don't really think I like that um oh i like this one is your glass half full or half empty it's half full and i always talk about i mean granted i always talk about how i'm just direct and how i'm blunt but and that makes me seem like i'll be a pessimist but i'm actually an optimist and it kind of i'm optimistic and i'm very idealistic and it kind of messes me up all the time like now i think i try to see the good in people because that's actually the complete opposite but um, I kind of flash forward to the future a lot. So, mm, I'm idealistic in a sense of if I want something to happen, if I want something, regardless of the circumstances or, you know, what's happened or what's been discussed, I just always have that little piece. I mean, little slice of hope in the back of my head that something is gonna that it's gonna suffice like it's gonna happen i'm gonna get it and also um i'm a leo and i think all fire signs are like this if we see something we want i mean gots to have it whether that be you know shoes clothes an idea a new venture like a man or in men's case a woman like if i see something i want some way somehow i'm gonna get it or at least attempt because I mean, you never know unless you try. So 
that can kind of bite me in the butt because I'm optimistic just about so many things like when it when like literally is being told directly like this is not gonna happen this is not what it is my dreams get crushed not often but enough for me to be like Jesus I wish I wasn't so idealistic so I know I was gonna do two more questions but I really don't I really still want to do two more Hmm. So, let's do two more questions and then we can move on because I have, I still need to do what would Jesus do segment in a weekly worry and we're already at an hour and four minutes and I don't want to keep y'all here all day, but I know y'all like listening to me talk. So what would Jesus do? We're just going to probably do two stories and then weekly worry is something quick that I kind of talked about a while ago. So... Do I know my personality type? Is that as far as the enigmas and the whatnot? Because I've did that test before. Um, I just don't really recall what it was. So I found a question that I really like. And so the question says, what has required the most courage of you in your life so far? Hmm. So this podcast would definitely number one as far as what required the most courage because one I've wanted to start this for forever well not let me not be dramatic at least for a year now a year to two years I just didn't think that people you feel me actually wanted to listen to me talk and talk just talk sit here and literally talk and you know take my opinions opinions is something serious and I mean I've always been told like even from people on social media that didn't know me know me like I really love your personality you should start a podcast you start a YouTube I feel like YouTube is a very cliche and I'm not gonna be your typical makeup and hair and lookbook and haul YouTuber I would literally just want to get on there and talk so this is literally YouTube with no video but just to build up the courage to actually hmm make the platform and just make it authentic to myself like whatever I want to talk about whatever I want to do and making it into this because I well my stats aren't even that great like I just started with two weeks ago but like just this week I've gotten 35 downloads which is news to me I mean 35 downloads I mean at least 35 of y'all thoughts to listen to me like on Spotify I think I've gotten like 54 starts so at least 54 people have wanted to start my podcast so just having the courage because I probably going to do it whether 50 people or whether one person listen to it because as long as I like it I'm going to produce it but just Having to muster up the courage to start something like this, I really wasn't going to, but Kaya had bought me the mic. Shout out to one of my best friends, Kaya. And I was like, well, you know what? She got it for my birthday. And I was like, you know what? I just need to stop thinking everything has to be perfectly planned and I have to have this and that and just do it. Because I said, I have a sticky note on my mirror, which I will post it on my Instagram, um, my Love Ebba Instagram. I literally have a podcast that says I will start a podcast by July 23rd. 
I was a month late, but I forgot I even wrote that. And then I went in there the other day and I was like, wow, I did write that. I was just kind of nitpicky about, you know, I need to have this equipment. I need to have that equipment. I need to have a camera, um, a soundboard. I need to have this type of mic and this and this. And no, literally Kaya bought me the mic. I plugged it into my MacBook and I started using GarageBand and I just started recording. And I was like, you know what, let me just go on here and just talk and if people listen they listen if they don't they don't and as y'all grow with me I'm going to start growing in myself and investing in myself and start adding on so that has definitely required the most courage in my life because everything else in my life I mean it's kind of been like "Mm." I mean some people would say college but I've been a scholar since I was younger so college I mean I already knew where I was coming I already knew what I was doing and I mean, that's just what that was. So, ooh. Okay. (laughs) For real. Okay, this is really, these are really, this is either my last question or I'm going to do two more. Are you more likely to avoid conflict or engage a head-on? I am a head-on type of person. So, growing up. I was very nice. I got taken advantage of all the time. I mean, by friends. I mean, by dudes. You name it. Like, I was just so nice and so non-confrontational. I just took anything, essentially. And so, I think I got tired. Like, when I got to college and I got my heart broken that time. Like, the first time. Well, the last time. I said, you know what? Y'all are going to quit playing with me. Like, I'm just a rock on the sidewalk. We're going to, everybody's going to stop playing with me. And so I would kind of walk on um, eggshells and kind of be hesitant to speak up about things or just not even want to go there. I want to start things now. Oh, it's time to shake the table. I mean, even when I feel like you're getting on my nerves. (laughs) Oh, ask my friends or ask like anybody I've talked to. I'm quick to be like, you're honestly... And people have stopped talking to me because of that. Like, I would literally be like, you're honestly getting, like, you're really tap dancing on my last nerve. You're really irritating me, and I need you to give me some room. Like, I'm all for if somebody made me mad, you hurt my feelings, you're getting on my nerves. Or, like, if you hurt anybody else's feelings in my vicinity, they're, like, my friend. Like, I'm going to be the one to speak up and be like, nah, like, that was rude. You just hurt X, Y, and Z's feelings and you need to apologize. You need to do something because that was not it. Like I'm quick. My number one line is like poogie. Like that's not it. That's not how you do that. So no, I'm definitely a head on. I mean, head on collision. I'm quick to a what was said. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, oh, my number one line is do you have an attitude? And I, I don't even mean it to be like sarcastic, but I really need to know, like, ASAP, do you have an attitude? Because we need to fix it. Because I can't do, you're throwing my energy off. I can't do it. And no, no, I can't. So, yeah, definitely um, a head on. And I don't really know if I want, I wish more people were head on. Because um, conflicts will get solved a lot faster. And have I ever talked to someone? I think I've talked to one, a few dudes that are pretty head on. 
the one that I'm interested in now, I'll never forget. He snapped on me because I've known him since 2018. And we like were talking like in 2018. I have a very smart mouth. So like, I don't think before if I'm angry or if you, if you like piss me off, I don't think before I talk, it just, I just say whatever comes to heart. Cause I feel like it's more authentic that way, but that's wrong. Everyone, please think before you talk. So he called me on the phone. And when I tell y'all that man snapped on me, like I ain't never seen. I mean, let me have it. And that, that day, let me know, like, okay, I need someone that's going to really, I'm not the one to say handle me. Cause I don't like that term. I need someone that can handle me. No, I just need someone that understands my personality. They're like, okay, she is direct. She is head on, you know, she is blunt. But don't let me run over you or don't let me push you into a corner. Like, tell me, like, one, you need to fix your tone. Or one, like, you're wrong. Or X, Y, and Z, like, let me know. So ever since then, I've known that I need someone that you feel me. Head on. So, yeah. Now, let's answer. I want to answer one really good question to finish us off before we move to what would Jesus do? So. Okay, I'm trying to find a really good one. Ooh, okay, fine too. Because this is easy. What is your most used swear word? It's the F word. So sorry. But I say it like it's first language. I mean,. Obviously, I control it because I've never cussed around my parents or anything unless I was like telling a joke or something. But the F word, me and her, we get down. So, okay, everyone, I found a good question to end us. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm moving my mic. I found a good question to end it. And this is going to be a really good question. How old do you think you'll be when you get married? Now, let me start off by saying, I do aspire to be married. If I don't get married, I mean, it's not do or die. But I do aspire to get married mm, when, I mean, probably won't be any younger than 25, 26. Because let me tell you, I'm 22 now. I refuse to be, well, I couldn't be engaged before I graduated college unless I got like me and somebody got in a relationship now and they fell in love fast but i refuse to be engaged until after college um and honestly this is gonna sound really bad which i have to fix i never like anyone enough to think about a future with them and i can probably count on one hand like how many times i've been dating someone or been talking to someone and i've seen longevity or I've seen, like, where I've said, like, yeah, I can see this going far. I mean, I'm not saying I'm just, I'm not out here just dating to date. But, like I said, I'm very technical. Like, I'm, and I, I don't know if it's the engineer in me. I'm very technical about a lot of things. But marriage is just super, super scary. And it's weird because, oh, so my parents have been married for... I think 26 years and you know growing up it was cool you know to you know grow up around a married couple and to see you know certain things 
but marriage is just so scary to me like literally when I think about it I kind of want to throw up like don't get me wrong I want to be in a relationship I want to eventually get married but just marriage comes with so much just trust and compromise and give and take and like you're gonna be with that person for the rest of your life and I think like okay what if we get married and we aren't as compatible as we think or like what if the person that I do marry is not who I really think it is and I understand you have to pray and you have to ask God and you have to be able to receive the things that he's telling you and you have to take the proper caution take the proper steps but I don't know if I'm on the side of liking somebody is enough to want to be with them well actually I do know a side I'm on which I guess this can transition into the weekly worry um I don't know if liking someone is enough to want to be with them like I feel like so many other things matter a lot of the times I can like someone but be so worried about like when I say worried about everything so like I can be worried about them as an individual like I used to be a fixer now I'm not really so much um because you need to already come ready I mean already put together but I'm I'm always so worried about okay I don't really like this that they're doing right now and like I don't really like the job that they have like what if they plan on staying that job forever how am I going to kind of tell them to like how am I going to ask them or help them you know look for another job or like I want them to kind of live similar lifestyle as me like I always use this example I have a friend she's all for like you know rising to the top with someone and I'm not saying I'm not for it but like let's say that I met someone that's <laughs> sold incense on the side of the street right I liking them and I started liking them liking them would not be enough for me to want them to pursue me or for me to want to pursue them like I feel like liking is just the surface I feel like you have to look at longevity so um how will your like what's the ceiling of their career how much can they grow in their career like how were they what was their upbringing like because that also pours into their beliefs and their values and their morals and just them as a person and just I'm always thinking like okay he kind of has he works this job now or he thinks like this now but I really like him but let's say this doesn't change so now we're in the relationship and he still thinks like this so he still does this and how do I tell him to fix it because I knew that he did it before he, we got into the relationship so I can't really ask somebody to change something or I can't really be surprised when they think like this like the wheels just get turning and I mean I'm thinking about this all during a regular hangout I mean we're sitting on the couch watching tv and my mean my wheels like I will leave and be like oh my god I had such a good I'll call my friend and be like oh my god I had such a good time like we did this and we did this and we talked about this and he did this and blah blah, blah. so I can be talking about all of that then I'll be like but and they all my friends always hate when I say but because they know I'm about to freak out there's just so many things and like someone that I talk used to talk to slash I have interest in them now it's what kind of swayed my perspective because I used to think like you know I need long like obviously in a relationship you know love is not gonna especially when you get married love does not pay the bills you feel me but the dude tweeted 
he tweeted like if you're listening hello hey babe but uh he tweeted like it seems like i think it was you know if y'all know deval and kadeen ellis i think deval made a post just about marriage kind of being like a business deal or something like that i don't i didn't really read the post but um the dude po- the dude tweeted like commented the deval's tweet and was kind of just like i feel like liking someone isn't enough anymore and that kind of just made me think like is liking someone enough or no like just because you like someone i think this is a hard concept for me to grasp so i'm literally only 22 and i say only like i just turned 22 less than two months ago july 23rd i I mean i'm a i'm a baby you could say and i'm just so i think sometimes i forget how young i am like i'm so adamant about okay i can like this person but i mean they can have this goal in mind but what about what if i'm not supposed to be with them you know like i can like this person or we can have a good time together and this happened to me on multiple occasions but i'm just like i don't think we're meant to be together and so that fear just literally scares me like that fear just replays in my mind all the time like what if they're here i don't like the concept of people being temporary because the last time i got my heart broke which was literally like three years ago four years ago i knew he was temporary from the beginning but i knew that like i he was temporary and he taught me a lot i mean just buku just about relationships about people about my own identity but it was just like something so temporary just had a hold on me for so long it was like why do i have to go through that to learn my lesson god and i understand like even with friendships like people aren't here aren't gonna always be here you have friends for a season and then they can be gone the next and i've experienced that too and it's kind of just scary because it's just thinking back on all the good times that you've had with someone or just um a phase in your life and you kind of think like they were here to teach me a lesson but i wish they would have been here for the long haul you know so the thought of me liking someone and not knowing if we're even supposed to be together scares me and i don't know if i'm just an old hag and i think about that all the time but i don't know like half of my mind thinks like okay i don't really have the time to waste like either you're here and we're on the same page and you know you want to get to me i want to get to know you we mesh well together on all aspects and that's gonna work for me but the other part of my mind thinks like i want to like somebody and if it's a mistake then i mean let it be a mistake if i'm like if i like them and we may not be that compatible on a lot of things but i just like them and i just like their energy and it's probably it's probably not gonna end well i mean it's probably gonna end up being a mistake then it's fine 
life is about making mistakes and it's about learning but i mean how many times do i have to learn you feel me and i hate to go full stop but that's just what i've been thinking about this week just because of certain situations i just think like i always have a good time like i always feel a certain way in certain scenarios but it's just kind of thinking like what if in the long run I can feel this way but in the back of my mind I know that this is not gonna last for a long time so when it does end I'm gonna be pissed or like I'm gonna be hurt or like I'm gonna be like wow this whole time if somebody else rooms off in my background again but I could be thinking like let's say I do you know go for I just okay I'm just gonna walk out on faith because I really do like this person and hopefully it all works out for the good and it does it now I don't want to be I don't want to have resentment towards that person and be like wow so you're telling me that I really just wasted my time entertaining this person liking this person falling in love with this person spending all my time and love just for it to not be anything but i also think that that kind of is the fun in dating you just you never really know what's gonna happen you kind of just know like i'm vibing with this person i like this person and i kind of want to see where it goes and if it if we end up on a at a dead end then it is what it is <sighs> so yeah that's just kind of how I've been feeling. That's literally what's in my what's in my show notes for my weekly worry, which is kind of cool that we ended off with that question. Weekly worry, being too technical and picky when dating slash acting like an old hag. So that's me. I really feel like sometimes that I'm like 26 <laughs> just based off of how I think about love and about dating and about being practical. And I think I'm becoming more of a like I need to remain idealistic because when i'm when the realist in me comes out it's just like i want to cut everything off like unless you're doing this with your life unless you think this way unless you have this type of upbringing i don't want to talk to you and that's just kind of how i feel sometimes but i want to stop worrying so much and just do and my friend tay always she knows like i wouldn't say i necessarily stress when i date but i just weigh options out way too early versus just saying there always has to be, oh, I had a really good time, but versus I just had a good time and that was like, we can leave it at that. So, ooh, put me on your sick and shut in list because <laughs> I have a lot of work to do when it comes to, I can't just, things can't just go smooth. Like I have to, mm, I have to know what are we doing what's happening ahead of time then i'm even like that when i watch movies by myself i look up spoilers all the time i don't like to be surprised when i watch movies i like to already know what's gonna happen so that's that um yeah that's my weekly worry do y'all think like that too though like do y'all think that um you should just like somebody and that should just be enough to want to be with them or do you feel like you have to weigh out a lot of things as far as i mean longevity of all security of everything 
I mean, upbringing, beliefs, because let's think, because this is how I think. I talk to, I date someone, okay, boom, we go on dates, we find we like each other, we start dating, you feel me, exclusively get in a relationship, get married, have kids. Our beliefs and our morals get passed down to your kids by nature. Let's say you have morals and beliefs that I don't necessarily agree with and you're passing them to our kids. I don't want our kids to have that belief, which I'm not saying that you're going to agree with everything that the person that you're with believes in and agrees with. And like y'all are, you're different. You're humans. That's what, that's the beauty of life for all humans. And we all have different characteristics and different traits, but I just don't want my beliefs to be on the left yours to be on the right mine to be up yours to be down like i just don't want them to be too far apart to where they're so different to where it confuses the offspring the kids or to where your beliefs and morals kind of make me look at you disgusted so that's my complicated ass brain oh i just cussed sorry mom so sorry mom and dad but that's my complicated brain. So. I'm sorry. Did I go like too deep? I'm so sorry. This is me talking to myself all the time. Which technically I'm talking to myself now. Because it's just me in the apartment. So yeah. So. That was weekly worry. Slash couch chat. So I'm trying to see if I would like to do. Um, What would Jesus do? because I had some planned but we're already at an hour and 30 minutes and I know y'all don't like me like that so I'm trying to see if the girls should do or what would Jesus do or if we should not let me go see what's in my what would Jesus do antics let's go see what's in here and then maybe we can or maybe I should just do it for next week. Because there's a lot of things about Summer Walker. Oh, well, there's a lot of things about child support in my saved Instagram. What would Jesus do post? Because there's one about Cam Newton's ex is seeking 15k a month. There's one about the infamous Summer Walker and um who is this? The mother landed on the tracks child, Summer Walker, Eliza Rain, that situation about the 53k a month or whatever the lie was. Um there's someone else that just said something about oh wait. Oh, R. Kelly, but no one cares about him. He needs to die anyways. So, I think I'm just going to use those for next week and just add some more on. Because it's really just about um, how the baby mothers of celebrities think that they don't have to get a job. And that the baby daddies need to pay salaries to them. I, you're not telling me that someone deserves 60k in child support. I don't really care. I'll ride at the table because that's dumb. That's stupid. Just like how little babies, baby's mother, try to say that he owed her a car, that he sees when he get her a car. Because why don't you have a car and you're an adult and you have a child? Get out. Anywho, I don't want to get upset. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. As usual, follow us on Instagram and now Twitter. So, 
um let me go look up the social media platforms to make sure everything's right so follow us on instagram my instagram is at underscore e b u n n y y so e bunny double n double y um podcast instagram love eva so l o v e underscore e b a then i'm not gonna give you all my twitter because i don't quite know if i'm ready for that yet then um my actual the twitter for the show is love eba so l o v e underscore e b a one email because i someday someone is going to send me some scenario emails some advice emails to you know tell me a story tell me what you're dealing with so we can come up with solutions someone's going to send me something one day so um the email for the show is love so l-o-v-e dot eba e-b-a number two at gmail.com so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the show like comment share follow on spotify subscribe on apple music follow on soundcloud follow me on the instagrams on the twitters um, tell me what you think as far as what I discussed. So like the get to know me questions. If you have any more to get to know me questions, if you have anything to say about as far as the dating, um, rant that I went on anything about if you, did you watch, um, get it indie? Oh, I think that was her name. That was her name. The yiking girl. If you watched get an indie growing up. Um, how do you feel about my songs of the day? Do you listen to Kirby? Do you watch the Terrell show? All of that, anything that pertains to the show, tweet it to me, Instagram, DM me, comment on my Instagram, all of that. So with that being said, thank you guys. I love you so much. See you next time. Be safe. Don't do drugs. Use protection. Don't drink and drive. All that good stuff. Peace.